0: Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise
1: and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 937 at Tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem
2: kinda meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good.
1: This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking.
2: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Sean Callahan for joining us. Next segment, SIP at 7.30. We'll be joined by Jeff Patricus of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel walking you through the situation at Wisconsin. What has happened for a two and three start and 0 and two in conference play, what what where might they go? Is it Jim Leonard or Bust for the Badgers? We'll talk to Jeff Patrikas about all that and more. You know,
0: there's literally nobody better to ask than Patrikas.
2: That's why we got him on. I
0: know. There's I mean, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, he's been there forever. He covered Macintosh, Chris. Uh, Chris McIntosh, Wisconsin's A D. Jeff covered him in high school. He's known him since high school. Um So, I mean, Patrikas, like, talk about, like, riders who are, I mean, he's really inside. He knows what's going on. He knows what's going on. Yeah. It'll be fascinating. That's that's why we're getting him on. It'll be fascinating. Yep. Look forward to that.
2: All right. (laughs) 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Let's talk about. A little bit what Mark Whipple mentioned yesterday about Nebraska potentially you know, have, having a chance to win the Big Ten West. My, I'm, I'm going to phrase it like this, Sip. If Nebraska does end up competing for the Big Ten West when all is said and done in November, doesn't it make the Scott Frost tenure that much more confusing?
0: Yes. <laughs> it does. I mean, right now you can't really ask the question yeah. what went wrong. I mean, it's a little premature right now. Right.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, if if Nebraska this season were to and, win the West, right? If they yeah. if they end strong and play well, and you're and, and they win, they're winning close games. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. It's going to be a, a a question that's that's I think tough to answer.
0: The reason you're asking this question for people that are thinking what what has gotten into Jake, this, it's because of Whipple. Yes, Whipple said it himself yesterday, and he seemed the reason. <clears throat> The reason it made an impression on people, excuse me, is because he seemed very genuine about it. He seemed very convincing. He almost said it in passing, almost, right?
2: Should I say it? Should I play it again? Yeah. Here's Mark Whipple about uh, Nebraska. Why can't they win the West? Basically,
0: we're good enough,
3: I think. Okay, I'm not a genius, but we can win. We can win seven games. We can win these games. All right? we already threw away three of them. I mean, Oklahoma kicked our rear, but. I said, you know, that that's that's the expectation is like, hey, not not just to go to a bowl game. Let's we can win the West. That's what it is. So you're in first place. Act like it and play like it. You know, so that that's. But it, again, takes time, but you know, hey, I'm I'm a realist. If we don't get there, I'm not going to be here anyways. So I told them that, and we hey, we win the West. You know, I'll, I'll ride Mickey's coattails.
0: Losing is dangerous it's a dangerous mindset that develops when you lose on a sustained basis here's a great example he refers to a great example what think about the narrative that is that permeates this fan base the narrative being man if they can just make it to a bowl okay you have you are you are Right out of the gate, marginalized at mm. that point. Yeah, you are, indeed. Right out of the gate. Before the season even starts, the narrative is, God, if they can just make it to a bowl. Now, I don't know how much players go by that. They probably don't go by it a lot. But what Whipple said yesterday suggests sort of otherwise, right? That these guys don't know how good they are, I don't think. They don't believe that they can do this. And he seems, he almost seems perplexed by it. And I would say, don't be perplexed. It's the, it's, it's the narrative that has become very real and very fair yeah. as a result of sustained losing. Sustained losing for anybody or anything, any organization, is dangerous because it becomes this, it almost becomes self fulfilling, it becomes part of you. And unfortunately, it sort of feels like that a little bit. And, and okay, it takes a guy that that's he he came in here, he just parachuted in from Pit Pittsburgh, and I think he looks at it and like, man, these guys don't believe they can win.
2: I just won the ACC last year with my
0: Heisman right. Trophy contending quarterback in Kenny pick? He probably saw a team that believed in itself, and now he's seen one that. He, well, like, clearly, I'm not. I'm, there's no speculation at this point because he talked about it yesterday.
2: Well, and the thing is, too, I mean, for, for belief to kick in, you have to get over that hump. And, and you hope that Indiana game, you know, a, t- a game that was tied in the third quarter, going to the fourth, Nebraska outscored him 14-zip in the fourth. Big. You got over a hump there. That That's a game that Nebraska has lost a lot in these last few years. They just have not been able to close a game out or
0: finish. And they finished the game. Did you hear C- C- Chris Kolarovic at the podium on Monday? I did. It was gold. You almost, have to, you almost have to watch it because he was pretty expressive. And he was he, Chris Kalerovic, the inside linebacker senior, who blocked that punt, right? He yes. took that punt off that yeah. guy's foot, right? He, he, he talked about how the dynamic is so much different when in a game like that, a close game, comp- and how you feel going to the locker room and how you feel in the locker room compared to if you if you easily beat Fordham or you easily beat Buffalo or you easily beat Northwestern. It's not the same feeling. It's a much more – there's much more electricity if you win a close game, especially a Big Ten game, where when you go to the locker room after that game, it's like, man, we got that one. We got it. It's not just sort of this, you know – you know, you if you win easily, it's just not the same. It's not the same. It's good. I mean, you want yeah, it. You want it, but it's not the same electricity. It's not the same. You don't feel the same energy. And he expressed that really well. And I think they can ride that. They're going to have to, they're going to have, Vince, Vince. They're going to have to fight with bloody knuckles at Rutgers. The Rutgers defense is real. They're going to have to go win a close game offensive line better be ready. That offensive line better be ready, Nebraska.
2: Well, and that's why, again, if if they look like they're prepared and the O-line is ready and they win this football game and the and Nebraska, in a game against a good defense, can score in their own defense holds Rutgers to limited points and wins the football game. Rutgers
0: got quarterback mess, quarterback it mess. It is
2: a mess, and, and that's why – go take advantage of it, though. We, we've seen in the past Nebraska – you know, I'm not saying what game particularly, but Nebraska has had – situations that should be in their favor and they just didn't so take advantage, advantage of,
0: of it now what if they can you do take though? advantage of something that is pretty clear right now well, let's get back to the conversation if nebraska if nebraska gets to two and one in league play it is going to set up a very interesting game at purdue right really interesting by the way
2: Purdue plays Maryland this week, right? Would you say that? Is that. I think that's what we said at but Maryland. Make me confirm that. I'm pretty sure it's at Maryland. At
0: Maryland, I mean Purdue in danger of falling to one and two.
2: Purdue at Maryland, 11 a.m. kick. Maryland, a three point favorite.
0: Look at Mar- look at Purdue's. You got yeah. Look you know, at their schedule. Yeah. Look at Purdue's schedule okay. right now in October. Look, okay, that's, I'm going to set it up this way. Okay. Purdue could be out of the race by the end of this month.
2: Now they had a nice win against Minnesota. They did, okay. unexpected. All right, Here, here's – they have three more games in October. Okay, they play at Maryland. At Maryland. They play home against Nebraska. Okay. And then they play at Wisconsin.
0: Okay, so these games weren't as tough as – That
2: I- game looks tougher right. a month or two ago, yeah, right? that's
0: why – yeah. What's, what's early November?
2: Uh, home against Iowa, who they own. Yeah. Purdue owns Iowa. And then they go to Illinois. That yeah, could be tough. interesting.
0: This West is going to be. But big, the thing this is, West with, is going to be. It's just going to be a tight race. But here's
2: the deal: if, if Purdue can survive that, their last two games are home against Northwestern and at Indiana. Right. So if they're yeah. if they're at the top of the West with mm-hmm. two games to go, it'd be a shock if they don't win. The but West.
0: Think about the fan base at Nebraska. The fan base, how it's going to, how Saturday is going to feel here if Nebraska goes out to, and takes care of business in Piscataway. Think about how it's going to feel to the ticket. Think about how it's going to feel. It, I mean – You
2: already have a heads up. Yeah, you're playing Friday night. Now you can go watch knowing, hey, we're 2-1. Let's go watch if Purdue can beat right. Maryland on the road. Yeah. yeah. It, if Illinois and Iowa is a competitive game, who wins that game? Think
0: about how it changes the conversation about Mickey. Or, or in some cases bolsters a conversation, the enthusiasm for Mickey, Joseph, the interim. I mean, it could – like I said in the first hour – it could get weird. And if I was Mickey, I'd be telling guys, let's make this weird. Let's make this they weird. They want I mean,
2: to count us out. We're not out.
0: Well, I mean, I don't like doing that because it makes it seem like we were unreasonable. We weren't unreasonable. I mean, they, they lost to Georgia Southern. They gave up 642 yards. It wasn't unreasonable to say, man, this is a disaster. That was a disaster. That was a horrible. I mean, that was a, yeah, that was a disaster. Was the terrible. loss to Oklahoma was a disaster sports are unpredictable college football is unpredictable like you see things sometimes you see teams suddenly kind of turn nebraska hasn't done that yet by the way right now there's people on there driving to work and probably on the text line saying all right all right guys they just beat indiana that didn't have its top two receivers and and now we're saying it's turning on a dime well so it's there's, there's potential for that
2: we're saying there the m- momentum could be Right now, for this team, they could actually use momentum and do something with it.
0: Right, and Whipple with Whipple, a win.
2: They just had a win,
0: and Whipple, Whipple, kind of sparked up this conversation when he said, "My expectations, Whipple, my expect, my expectations just seem to be higher than the guys who are playing, and that's frustrating to me." That was a. That's a. That 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 is. That's an, a really yeah. interesting quote. It is. Whipple, my expectations just seem at times to be higher than the guys who are playing, and that's frustrating to me. He said, he was asked to follow up on it, and he said, I don't know if they really think we can win every game. We're good enough, I think. I'm not a genius, but we can win these games. Now, if I'm on that team, I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear the offensive coordinator say that. Well,
2: they need someone to believe in them.
0: Well, there's. People and, well,
2: and I think Mickey, obviously. I think Mickey does. I think he. I think he, Bill but Bush does. But you need multiple voices. It's all these guys. In a situation that's tough, when people have been fired, you've got to have multiple guys breathing that positivity into them. Like, hey, guys, the season's not over. Come on.
0: Well, far from over.
2: Like, like you are one to one. Whatever happened in non con happened in non con. You're one to one in conference play.
0: That's far from over.
2: You have a chance to do something. Now, save the season. Save, you know, give well, yourself a chance here. They
0: did against Indiana. They did. But that whole conversation about which we did and what people do, and I get it, it's not unfair. It's not unfair to say we thought if they lose to Indiana, the whole thing could unravel.
2: I still believe that would have been the case if they lost well, them.
0: I know, but not that. what I'm saying is the kids hear people say that, and maybe that's why they're, they don't have that confidence that Whipple w- wish, wishes they had, right? Right? Yes. I mean, they hear it. They hear the talk. That's what I mean about losing. It's a bad deal.
2: We have a phone call again. I don't have a producer, so if you can hear me on early break, four six four five six eight five, you are on early break. Who is this? Who do we have here?
4: This is Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, good Jerry. to hear from you, Jerry. Yeah,
0: nice to hear from you. How are you, Jerry?
4: Good morning, guys. Yeah. Hey, I gotta tell you, um, you are talking about Whipple and his his comments that he made mm-hmm. uh, to me. I love it, you know, because I kind of always tried to coach in the realm of positive expectations. And, you know, when you have positive expectations, it's amazing how you can get guys to reach up and move up and be up and all those things. So I like that. Um, And I like the fact that he, you know, nipped on him a little bit because as a good coach, Sometimes I believe you got to nip on them a little bit, Mm -hmm. not all the time, but uh, so I like that. I, I like the message that Mickey, you know, I'm not a practice, but I like the message that Mickey's putting out there and Mm -hmm. how he's going about things. I, I, I think that's good. Bill Bush is, first of all, his positive input on the special teams has been tremendous. And then, you know, taking over the defense and, simplifying things and now we'll we'll know more in a couple of weeks how all that progresses but you know we we looked like a football team we could get behind mm-hmm. and support and love and like mm-hmm. Saturday night
0: that's good to hear <clears throat> and,
4: and that's that's what I like you know I when I watch a game I like to see a team that's well coached and we weren't perfect Saturday too many dang penalties but we look like a pretty dang good football team Saturday night, irregardless of whoever you're playing. You got to look the part. And they, I think they kind of did. And, you know, you always got to stand the test of time in coaching. And, you know, I, I got a comment. We, you know, you were talking a little bit about uh, what was, you know, why couldn't, if we're looking that much better now, why is that? Well, I'm to, this is a statement I gave to an assistant coach one time after after the season, and I said, "Do you have another job?" And he kind of looked at me and said, "Well, no, you know." And I said, "He said why?" I said, "Well, because you're you're working at your play, and you're playing at your work." And I think there was some of that going on, and it mm. caught up to him. Mm. Interesting, so interesting. That's Jerry. about all all I got. Okay, Jerry. Jerry, good call. Thank you. Yeah,
0: thank you. Okay, this is where we should get to the 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 best Whipple quote at all of all yesterday, which we haven't even mentioned. Can we can we say it though? Do you know what? Comp- yeah, you know I, what? I
2: can play. It's bleeped out here.
0: Okay, this was probably the best Whipple quote of all. About and this goes with what Jerry said about sometimes you got nip at him. Sometimes you got to nip it to players. Here's Mark Whipple.
3: I don't know. I guess I, and I, in my history, you know, when I walk around being a nice guy, it just doesn't work as well as when I'm a d- <laughs>
4: Okay. I, I, I don't
3: know why, and that's just what I told the kids on Monday. I said, look, man, I'm a I'm down here. Just when I have something across my rear end, guys, we just play better, and that's really what it was like at, at halftime.
0: Play that first part again.
3: I don't know. I guess I and I in my history, you know, when I walk around being a nice guy, it just doesn't work as well as when I'm a. D- <laughs>
0: That's a beautiful. It sounds beautiful too. The
2: bleep makes it better than me, is what he said.
0: <laughs> it reads, it reads beautiful. And by the way, they let me write that on OscarOnline.com. Now how about that? You yeah, I'm sure not you bleeped, bleeped out.
2: out? Didn't bleep it out. Oh, no. Um, for radio purposes, we had to. Yeah, it rhymes with "bick."
0: Yeah. <laughs> it does. And sick, you're it? very disappointing. I love it when, you're, when you look at me with disappointment. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake. That was a great quote by Whipple. It was one of the best. It's one of the best I've heard in a long time.
2: Well, he, he speaks from his heart. Yeah, he he's, does. He's not. There's no. There's no coach speak with Whipple. He,
0: he does pretty much speak from his heart. He
2: does. I mean, there's no such thing as coach speak with. Him.
0: Occasionally, he he'll, he'll lapse into it because he has to, but not. No, you're right. Yesterday was was fabulous from Whipple. If you if you got access to YouTube, just go find it. It was it was fun to listen to. Yep. Got access to YouTube?
2: I believe it or not, I do. <laughs> my phone, my computer, all over the place. I have access. Let's check in with Wisconsin and what's going on with the Badgers. Jeff Patrikis, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is next on Early Break on the Ticket.
1: Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs